Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Dark's Elevation from Newark, New Jersey, starting with two New Jersey natives here, Jay Lethal and Sonny Kiss, teaming up for the first time to take on Jaden, Velo, and Chris Steeler. Uh, Lethal gets the pin on Velo quickly here after the Lethal Injection. Nyla Rose and Emi Sakura defeated the team of Sky Blue and Tina San Antonio. Vicky Guerrero on the outside kept getting involved by tripping up Blue, and Rose gets the pin on San Antonio after the Beast Bomb. Commentary says, I wonder where Tina San Antonio is from. Uh, fun fact, she's actually not from San Antonio. She's from the Northeast. FTR defeated Pat Brink and Miles Hawkins. Brink actually used to go by Calvin Reigns and Caleb O'Neill for a couple stints in FCW back in 2008, 2012. He kind of stopped wrestling and came back here. Uh, during the match, Dax Harwood played up that he had a shoulder injury, but they ended up hitting the big rig out of nowhere, pinning Hawkins, as the shoulder injury was not that serious. Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch defeated the Notorious Mimi and Becca. Velvet had the match won, but Hirsch made a blind tag and comes in and submits Mimi with an armbar, and Velvet wasn't too happy about this, teasing the further uh, Layla Hirsch possible heel turn. Powerhouse Hobbs did destroyed Ryan Clancy. QT Marshall defeated Zach Clayton. Uh, when Marshall comes out, he says that Snooki and Jay Wow from Jersey Shore are sitting in the audience because Jay Wow's fiance is his opponent tonight, Zach Clayton, who we've seen before. QT says that after he beats Clayton, Aaron Solo will really make Jay Wow say wow. Clayton looked pretty good in this. He had a couple close calls, but Marshall rolls up, up at, the, at the end for the win. Andrade Elo defeated Avery Good. Andrade gets the win quick with the La Muerta submission move. The Acclaim defeated Kevin Matthews and Joey Ace. Masscasters Freestyle mentions Antonio Brown, Dr. Fauci, Betty White, and says something about Kevin Matthews. He says that you're about to get your chin smacked. You're trying to work here because you couldn't make an impact. Referencing to his time in Impact Wrestling for Kevin Matthews. Masscaster gets to pin easily on Ace after the mic drop. 
Dante Martin defeated Action Andretti very quickly with the nosedive. Uh, it was actually very close to the ropes. He almost flew out of the ring with this, and Eddie Kingston even mentioned that. And the main event, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and 10 of the Dark Order defeated Private Party and the Blade. Nice six-minute main event here with John Silver pinning Isaiah Cassidy after the three-man assisted back body drop. I wish they would have a name for this move. Tuesday's AEW Dark actually took place in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is filmed right before the Battle of the Belts for the live crowd here. So Sean Dean defeated Liam Frost with a top rope splash to continue his 2022 winning streak. Anthony Ogogo defeated Baron Black in about four minutes with the Tower of London. Uh, but Black does get a little bit of offense through this. Matt Hardy has a promo backstage where he says that Serpentico will be taking Mark Quinn's place tonight and become an honorary member of H- HFO due to some travel issues for Mark Quinn. And if the H- uh, Hardy family office defeats Dark Order, Matt Hardy will get a title shot against Paige on Dynamite. Red Velvet defeated Chalance Royale. Royale attacked Velvet before the bell rang, but Velvet destroys her quickly with the final slice. The Gun Club defeated the team of Marcus Cross, T.I.M., and Patrick Scott. Austin Gunn gets on a mic before the match and tells the crowd to not chant ass boys at them. And of course, fans start chanting ass boys. So Austin and Colton just leave, and Billy wins the match all by himself in seconds, pinning Scott with the fame asser. Uh, Patrick Scott actually has appeared before on NXT a couple times. Ty Conti and Anna J, KJ, or Ty J, defeated the team of Charlotte and Robin Renegade, the Renegade Twins. Excalibur and Taz complained that Ty J stole their entrance, uh, the, the little uh, butt bump that they do. And Ty J wins pretty easily with a double Queen Slayer. Orange Cassidy defeated JD Drake. Drake comes out with two masked men behind them, kind of weird. Um, they didn't look like the wingmen, they were just kind of like in black masks and black shirts. Uh, There's actually a first time meeting between these two. And uh, Drake's two masked men keep getting involved in this match until Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Utah run out to take them out. Orange kept teasing body slamming Drake throughout the match and eventually does, followed by the Orange Punch for the win. So I'm not too sure what's going on with J.D. Drake's uh, masked henchmen. Not sure if it was a one-time thing or what, but um, we'll see. Dante Martin defeated Aaron Solo. A quick good match here with Martin getting the pin after the nosedive. Eddie Kingston defeated Joey Janela. Uh, believe it or not, this is the first encounter between these two. Um, you would think with all those years fighting in the Indies, they would have fought before, but no. First time. Uh, Kayla Rossi on the outside took a couple cheap shots on Kingston, uh, but misses and takes out Janela with a top rope crossbody at one point, resulting in Kingston winning with a Northern Lights bomb. Thunder Rosa defeated Casey Fox. Rosa makes Fox submit quick with the Peruvian necktie in Fox's debut. Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Alexander Moss in mere seconds. He runs out as the entrance is going on, splashes him in the corner, and makes him submit into torture rack. Daniel Garcia defeated Fuego del Sol after what happened at Battle of the Belts. Uh, Garcia takes Sol. He took out Sol in about three minutes with the sharpshooter, and then he doesn't let go of the move, so Sammy Guevara comes out and runs off Garcia ahead of their TNT or interim TNT title match they have coming up on Dynamite. We have a TBS title eliminator match, so all the, the last three matches here are all eliminator matches, so if the the non-champion wins. They do get a future title shot. The first one was Jade Cargill defeated Sky Blue. And Jade says that if Sky Blue wins, of course she gets a title shot. But if she loses, she won't get another TBS title shot as long as Jade is a champion. Sky tried her best here, but she gets caught off the ropes right into the Jaded for the win for Jade. Jurassic Express defeated Nick Camarado and QT Marshall in another tag team title eliminator match. Pretty good match here with Luchasaurus getting the pin on Camarado after hitting the crater. And then Jungle Boy takes out QT after hitting a destroyer, jumping off a Luchasaurus's back. So that was a pretty cool visual. Hangman Adam Page teaming up with Allen Five Angels and Ten of the Dark Order defeated Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy and Serpentico, the honorary member of the Hardy family office. This is actually Hangman's first appearance on AEW Dark. He's been on Elevation before, but never on this specific show. And at one point, Paige reversed Matt Hardy and hit a twist of fate 
of his own in Matt Hardy's home state here. Uh, the babyfaces all take turns hitting the moves on Serpentico at the end of the match with Paige getting the pin after the buckshot lariat. We go to NXT UK where we start with a number one contendership tournament first round matchup as Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter defeated Primate and Tebow in a symbiosis with what they call the Ash Carter, whereas Carter hits a springboard cutter on Primate while Smith holds him up in his shoulders. So Smith and Carter advance in the tournament. We get a pretty deadly where they're complaining about losing the tag titles and not even beating this tournament, and then Sam Gravwell interrupts them and tells them to stop complaining. We get a video showing Ia dragging off training and talking about how important his family is to him, and this is intercut with clips of Jordan Devlin talking down on Ia's family, and Dragonall says that he is a real champion. We see highlights of the number one contenders Heritage Cup from three weeks ago, with AK defeated Nathan Fraser, and see that Norm Dar has been watching it over, and Shaw Samuel says that he looks a little bit concerned, but Noam says that he's not, and they go over their game plan as they prepare to watch Norm Dar versus A-Kid. Quick promo from D Familia where they talk about going after the tag team gold and talk down on their upcoming opponents in the tournament being Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff. Zaya Brookside defeated Myla Grace. Brookside comes out all cheery and is confused on why she's getting booed by the crowd. And the crowd teases Zia throughout the match, saying things such as, Who's your daddy? Uh, but Brookside wins pretty quickly with the broken wings. We get quick promos from A-Kid talking about his upcoming Heritage Cup match, as well as J- Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff responding to D-Familia. We get a recap of Amel's recent video where she opens up a little bit, and they show her returning to the PC, and she gets thanked by a couple of the wrestlers there. But then Ginny stops her and talks down to her. So as she leaves, Stevie Turner gets into Gin- Ginny's face. Um, sorry, Stevie Turner gets into Amel's face and says that Ginny has a point. So Amel pushes her up against the window and screams at her. They show a video of Walter announcing that next week will be his last stand in NXT UK and has requested that his final match should be against Nathan Fraser. So that should be a really good match. And the main event for the UK Women's Championship, Michael Sotomayor defeated Blair Davenport in a pretty good 13-minute match here with Davenport really pushing Michael to the limit. But Michael gets a burst of energy right at the end, reverses a roll-up of her own for the win. Um, but as she's celebrating, she gets taken out right away by Davenport, who hits repeated knee strikes to the face and holds up the title to end the show. So it looks like we'll be getting a rematch. Impact Wrestling, this was the Hard to Kill Go Home show. It was also Matt Stryker's final show on commentary. Um, before the Impact, Juice Robinson defeated Raj Singh, and Singh was accompanied by Rohit Raju, who said online this would be his last appearance after being with the company since 2011. Tasha Steele's Lady Frost, Chelsea Green, defeated Jordan Grace, Rachel Ellering, and Rosemary. Preview the Ultimate X match with Chelsea pinning Ellering with the Unprettier. Uh, Ellering did get replaced with Alicia Edwards. Jonah defeated Jake Something in a hard-hitting eight-minute match here, with Jonah winning with a top-rope splash. Josh Alexander runs to the ring as they brawled, until security tries to break them apart. They end up getting a table in the ring, and Jonah uses it to wedge Alexander into the corner before putting Alexander on it and hitting him with a top-rope splash. Masha Slamovich defeated Sandra Moon in about a minute with a Northern Lights bomb, destroying her. This is uh, Masha's first match since signing to Impact. Steve Macklin was backstage talking about how Gail Kim made a mistake by giving a match with Trey Miguel, but Kim comes in and says that if Macklin loses, he won't get another X Division title shot as long as Miguel stays champion, which did happen. Gia Miller sits down with Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona ahead of their Hard to Kill matches and say that Moose is just trying to get into Cardona's head by messing with Chelsea, but Cardona says it's not going to work. And after Hard to Kill, they will be the Impact Wrestling Power Couple. Diana Perrazzo defeated Mercedes Martinez. Mickey James is on commentary during this match, and Mickey and the finish comes with Diana versus Mercedes into the Venus de Milo to submit her, and then Mickey James confronts her after the match. The inspiration with her new talk show, All About I.I., where they are with Jay with an I, and start talking trash about the influence who interrupt them as they get into an argument and start pulling each other's hair and tug on each other's belts here. Yeah, interesting. 
Ace Austin and Madman Fulton defeated Johnny Swinger and Hernandez, with Fulton pinning Hernandez after a step-up splash by Austin. After the match, Fulton and Austin kept attacking Hernandez, which Swinger runs in, and once they start bringing out chairs, uh, they use the chairs to take out Hernandez by smacking the chairs onto his neck. So it looks like they might have written up Hernandez with this one. Um, not sure if we'll be seeing him again. And then Carl Anderson defeated Heath in a hardcore war advantage. All the other members of the hardcore war were outside and started getting involved, but they get ejected, and it got competitive after this for about 10 minutes until Anderson hits the gun stun out of nowhere for the pin. Doc Gallows comes out after the help beat down on Heath until Rhino comes out for the save. Uh, Violent by Design runs in with weapons until Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, and Willie Mack come out. Weapons of their own with all 10 men brawling to end the show. Check out the my report on postwrestling.com as well as the podcast for Deep Impact that me and Davey Portman did reviewing this pay-per-view. NWA has a new show called USA, which premieres on Saturdays on YouTube. Uh, this has two matches, basically. They're both for the Junior Heavyweight Championship here, as Colby Carino defeated C.W. Anderson with George South in his corner. Before this, George South was saying how he's been trying to reach out to Colby Carino, but Carino's been ignoring him. So the fixers who are aligned with Carino come out and attack him. So Tim Storm comes out. And he says his first order as the managing director of NWSA is to suspend the fixers. So in this match, uh, Colby Carino advances by putting his feet on the ropes with a roll-up. And they show the bracket for this as well, which is Austin Aries already advancing when he beat Red Titus at Hard Times 2, as well as Homicide advancing to the semifinals by winning the gauntlet match. We had a backstage photo shoot with Natalia Markova, where she yells at the photographer about not doing his job right, and tells him to stop staring at her and do his job as she walks away. Nick Aldis comes out to hype the show, followed by Chris Adonis, who says that since he's a national champion, this show will be his show, since his title is the master is the centerpiece. And we get another junior heavyweight tournament match as Luke Hawks defeated his son, PJ Hawks, uh, father defeating son here after rolling up a Boston crib into a pen to advance and he will face Austin Aries in the next round. NWA Power had Kira Hogan defeated Genocide, Christy James, and Kenzie Page in a fatal four-way match. Uh, after pitting James with the face to music, she becomes number one contenders for the NWA Women's Championship. We go to a backstage segment with OGK getting to a disagreement with Le- Rebellion and Homicide, um, which I'm sure will lead to a match. Jack Stain suggests that tonight's match between Mims and Anthony Mayweather with the winner facing him uh, before he starts talking crap about legends and says that people like Jazz can even get a celebration, which prompts Jazz's husband, Rodney Mack, yes, that Rodney Mack, to come out and attack him. So it looks like we might be seeing this feud coming soon. Anthony Mayweather defeated Mims by countout, so the whole story here was that Mims didn't want to fight him. He thinks that Jack Stane is trying to manipulate them, so he stops fighting. He even lays down at one point. Uh, Mayweather wouldn't pin him this way, so Mims tries to leave. Mayweather runs after him, but Mims pushes him in at the last second, so Mayweather could win by countout. Scion cuts a p- promo backstage where he says that he's the son of a NWA legend, but he wouldn't say exactly who. The Dirty Sexy Boys of Dirty Dango and JTG defeated the Rude Dudes, Sam Adonis and Jamie Stanley, after Dango hit Stanley with a flying leg drop for the pen. Tyrus defeated Jaden Roller in a TV championship match. Uh, Scion defeated Judeus by disqualification because Sal Renaro tried to come in, but Judeus picks him up and tosses him into Scion, causing disqualification. After the match, James Mitchell tells Renaro to attack Scion, in which he does. In the main event, Matt Cardona and Mike Knox defeated Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer and Trevor Murdoch and Tim Storm in a triple threat match after Cardona hit Storm with the radio silence for the pen. 205 Live saw Malik Blake get his first win here, defeated Draco Anthony after a beautiful springboard dropkick. Uh, I see big things for both of these young gentlemen. And they both looked really good in this match. Uh, speaking of first wins, Nikita Lyons uh, also gets her first win here. Defeated Erica Yan. Uh, Lyons looked impressive with her first victory with a hard DDT. And Ikemen Jiro defeated Rufang. Nice reaction from Jiro here with his watermelon chance. And he wins with the Ikemen Slash. 
New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong saw TJP defeated DKC with a mama splash. Chris Bay and Hikaleo defeated Jordan Clearwater and Kita Murray. Uh, this is actually Murray's debut here, but he has appeared in the past on NXT and SmackDown. And he actually got a win over Shane McMahon and Miz in a tag team match. But Chris Bay gets to pin in this match, uh, pinning Murray with a spinning kick to the head. In a main event here, in a great, great 12-minute match, I definitely recommend this. Eddie Kingston defeated Gabriel Kidd. Uh, extremely hard-hitting here. Chop fresh from both of these guys. Uh, Kingston stops Kidd with a half-and-half half suplex, followed by the Yurikin backfist for the win. Definitely check this match out. On main event, T-Bar defeated Dennis Daniels. Uh, T-Bar smiling a little bit here, showing a little bit of a baby, sa- baby face size, but he destroys him anyway. And Ray and his son Dominic Mysterio defeated Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, with Ray pinning Shelton after the West Coast pop. And the WWE Network editions of the week saw a WXW 21st anniversary show um, uploaded. The only reason I bring this up really is because there's a banger of a match here, 20 plus minute matches. Walter and Kara Noor, who is the current progress world champion. Uh, this is a great match here. Walter powers out of the Black Swan sleeper at the end to hit a fire thunder driver for the win definitely check this match out it happened at the end of 2021 but it's just got uploaded now if you didn't get a chance to see it we also get wxw we live wrestling number 26 an episode of icw fight club as well as a guide to progress wrestling that is it for me this week you guys catch me here next week for another episode of shot in the dark You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.